Wine and Crime, peeps. Welcome back to HWC. The place to be. <laughs> that might be the thing. I know. Catching on. <laughs> so, exciting news, though. We are recording from KK's new place. Yeah. Lola came over after work. We got some Mediterranean food, um, started a show, which, well, we started the second season of Flight Attendant. We're behind, no judgment. I know. We've been, it's been on our list, but we just have had other things come up. Things that actually had to do with, like, episodes that we were doing, so we were distracted. But, um, very confusing so far. We're only one episode in, (laughs) and I'm like, what's happening? (laughs) Wait, what? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But yeah, so Lowe's over here uh, for the first time. And when I say this place is warm and cozy and all the fuzzy warmness, I'm not lying. Except it's not actually physically warm because she's wearing a blanket. <laughs> the thermostat says 76, but... I know, I'm like, what's your house? That's a lie. Uh, yeah, that can't be right. <laughs> But I got on her couch, laid right on it like I lived here for a year. Yep. She's she's part-time moving in, you know. Couch is hers. Yeah. So she's just breaking it in, you know. If it wasn't brand new, I'd pee on it to mark my territory, but... Well, I'm glad it's brand new then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, exciting, and thank you for coming over. Oh my gosh. Sorry it took me so long to freaking get here. It's fine. I forgive you. <laughs> I won't hold the grudge. <laughs> um, so, hopefully everybody had a good Christmas and about to have a good New Year. Mm-hmm. We're at that fun the, the time. Two, three. Yep. Crazy. So crazy. The past three years have just been like, what day is it, you know? <laughs> I feel like this should be a good year. This is going to be a better year than... I feel it. I feel the positive... I'm going to manifest that shit. Yeah. Heck yeah. How was your Christmas? Uh, it was low-key, but that's okay. I liked low-key. Mm-hmm. Um, had the in-laws over on Eve. Um, and then went to my side of the family on Day. So, yeah, it was it was nice. It was spread out. Lots of food. Lots of ham and cheese potatoes. All the good things. All the right Christmas trays that you need. <laughs> Crystal just gave me a um, pretty badass tic-tac-toe shot <laughs> set, so going to be excited to get her over to play that. Yeah, it looked so good, that so I, I saw it, and I'm like, oh, I have to get this for her, and then I literally went back to the store like two days later because I was like, I want one, <laughs> so I bought one for myself, too. <laughs> so hopefully uh, our homeboy, Dax, had a good family holiday. Yep. I'm sure they did. You know, the holidays are almost over, so I'm sure he's going to be calling soon. Yeah, he just was busy with Christmas, and then, you know, New Year's is coming up. But after that, things are slowing down, so he's going to see our DM. Yeah, for sure. You know? No doubt. No doubt. I mean, Monica's probably busy, too. That's probably why she hadn't read hers either. Yeah, they're probably taking, like, a social media cleanse. Or Reese, or Drew, or any of the other people. (laughs) (laughs) Our list is getting longer and longer. (laughs) It's okay, it's okay. 
Um, so today is going to be a story that I found and most of our stories that we do are kind of like buzzkill. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um, this one is, I mean, obviously it's not a happy story, but happy ending story. Okay, so good. It's a survivor story. So we have a positive ending to look forward to. I mean, you know, I guess as positive as yes, a story like yes. one could get. Yes. Um, this is about Brittany Marcel, and um, she's definitely a strong woman, definitely very motivated to get her life back, and uh, a lot of props for that. Mm, yeah. It's good to hear positive stuff once in a while. You know? Yeah, definitely not always the sad, depressing endings. <laughs> Gotta sprinkle some positivity in. And sorry if you hear noises. These are her chairs. <laughs> I'm going to do my best not to fidget, but I'm a fidgeter when I sit. <laughs> they they are quite loud. They're like so. they're like the leather-ish. I don't think it's real leather, but you know, like the leather type material. So like and if every movement just sounds like you're ripping one. <laughs> like when Ross had the leather pants yes, on. Yes, exactly like that. <laughs> okay, so... It's September 8th, 2011, and Brittany Marcel, she is one of seven children. She's got six sisters and one broham. She's a junior in high school. She was working at the local mall, the Sunglass Kiosk in Albuquerque, New York. Um, She was very pretty, blonde hair, blue eyes, outgoing little reserved, not a huge partier, but, you know, she was a good girl. Um, but she was also rebelling against Mama a little bit, just teenagery stuff. Um, she had a lot of older sisters, so you have a lot of Mamas. Um, mm-hmm. And she wasn't digging that, so she went to live with her dad for a little while. He worked a lot, so that meant a little bit more freedom, you know, like... Not as many eyes on her. Yeah. Not that she was doing anything terrible, but... um, So, it was getting to the point where she was... She was growing up, though, and she was starting to put her life in perspective. So, she wanted to talk to her mom about possibly moving back home with the girls. Um, So, Diane Marcel, her mother, said that they could talk about it. So, they were going to meet for lunch. So she was looking forward to having lunch with her daughter. Um, They were going to talk about her moving back home, making amends. So when she got to her house, she opened up the door to the family home, and she made a weird discovery of there was, like, sunglasses on the floor and kind of like a purse. She thought that was kind of weird. She's like, because her daughter takes care of her stuff. Like, she's not one just to come in and throw it on the ground. Um... So then she immediately noticed Brittany was lying on the floor just covered in blood. And before she could even freak out about that, she noticed that there was a person she's never seen before standing in her house. And he's holding a shovel. And he's walking through the living room. He drops the shovel, walks through the dining room, around the kitchen, 
and she's looking at him and he's reaching for a butcher knife. Diane recalls that she was terrified and she just turned around and ran out of the house screaming, there's a man, there's a man, oh my God, help me, help me. Luckily, somebody happened to be driving down the road at the time and they pulled over and he ran in the house. But the time he got there, the suspect was long gone. Um, but he decided that he was going to stay with her um, until ambulance came. He looked at Diane at one point and was like, "You need. she needs to get to the hospital. She's going to die. Like, So they kind of just focused on that. How horrifying. I mean, for one, to like see your daughter obviously attacked and like all bloody but then to see someone standing there holding the shovel that you don't know and like i just can't even imagine the moment of like panic that she had to have had yeah and i think i heard um i got this off of dateline and i did hear um some other videos and stuff he actually told her you are next <gasps> like he was oh. coming for her you know what i mean yeah like, so that's horrible yeah um but she was rushed to the local hospital um where the doctors they did tell her like she's not going to survive and you know even though she was awake she wasn't awake like she was awake but machines and Mm -hmm. stuff her head was like swolled up because the way he hit her, they, I think they had to take, like, a chunk of her brain. Wow. And her brain, or I'm sorry, her head was swollen up to the size of a basketball. Like if you Ugh. Um, so they did tell her, like, she's not going to know you're here, but go in, say what you got to say, do what you got to, you know. So Diane did immediately call her other daughters and her brother, called her ex-husband and explained everything that went on. When they got to the hospital, they were like, hey, we're here to see Brittany and Marcel. Due to the extreme violent of case and the violentness of the crime, they checked her in under assumed name. They wouldn't even let her use her real name. The detectives were that scared that this guy was going to come back and finish her off or hurt another family member. So they put her under Jane Doe. That's smart because I never even really would have thought about that. Like them coming to like check the hospital and then like just finding the name and figuring out which room that she was in. Yeah, um, there was a police detective, Jason Morales, and he'll say in many interviews that just the brutalness of this case, the way the attack was, like it had to hit her pretty hard with that shovel and yeah. I mean it just it crushed the entire left part of oh my gosh um, so but but like can you imagine if someone's in your house and it's not a gun it's a shovel so they're to rob your house or to break into your house most people take a knife or a shovel like that's very specific and like random yeah and that tells me like i am here to destroy you like i'm after you not your house like i have a vendetta or i have some kind of vengeance with you that i need to clear up like that's 
too personal, in my opinion. Yeah, because it's not like... Like, who brings a shovel to a robbery? Like, yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Unless they're, like, you know, digging something up. But I doubt that there was anything to dig up. I just... I don't know. You can't, like, imagine. But yeah. whatever. So he... The assailant left a shovel and a roll of duct tape and the knife at the scene. Um, they did say that Diane probably saved her life showing up when she did. I mean... Timing is everything, and I'm glad she showed up when she did. Yeah, absolutely, because she probably wouldn't have survived if Diane didn't get there. No. Um, so Diane described the suspect um, as kind of tan-looking, maybe Hispanic, had brown spiky hair, brown eyes... Um, but someone she's never seen before did not look familiar to her, like, at all. But due to the severity of the crime and being so much blood between the victim and the suspect, it kind of got a little bit mixed together. So it was kind of hard to get any good DNA because it was so smudged together. So that was kind of a, I guess, like a punch to the gut or, like, yeah. just kind of, like... Even more wind out of your sails, like, because of that. But they did find um, that the suspect, I don't know if it was a sliding glass door or a regular window, but when he ran, he went out the window and he did cut himself. So there was one single drop of blood on the window. Ooh, okay. Um, So they're hoping, like, maybe that one little piece can be their Hail Mary. Yeah, lead to everything, all the answers. Yeah. Um, so the detectives did believe that could be the clue to break open the entire case. Um, but after uploading it and running it by database to the FBI of DNA, um, there was no hits. There was nothing. Um, and without any obvious suspects in the case... They had the only thing they could do was go back and re-examine Brittany's life in months leading up to the brutal attack. Um, the problem with that, she spent I want to say it was five months in the hospital. Wow. She remembers elementary school and she remembers junior high. No recollection of high school. Really? Wow. Um, does not remember how or why she got there. Um, and everything in her life has to be, re- she had to learn how to eat again, how to walk again, how to, and it was very frustrating and very sad for her sisters and brother to watch because they literally had to teach her how to do everything all over again that clearly as a 20-year-old she would have known how to do. Right. Oh, that has to be, I feel so horrible for people who go through that because mentally the amount of, like, stress and emotion and just like being so overwhelmed with like I used to be able to do this like I know that I used to know how to do this but it's like it just isn't clicking in your brain it's just so sad and I want to correct myself she's 17 not 20 for some reason I was thinking she was 20 okay but yeah and everybody around her just kept thinking like this seems so personal yeah but you know they could not figure out who would be that angry with her? 
um, because she was a good person. People liked her. People liked being around her, as cliche as it was. You know, she had that light. You know, yeah. People um, liked about her. And it got to the point that her sisters are like, trust nobody. I mean, they're asking, you know, old teachers and coworkers and friends and boyfriends, and, you know, do we start questioning each other or not? You know, like, who could have done this? Like, nobody had any any answers that's and then of course yeah so now you're sketchy with everybody you know that has to be so frustrating because you know him leaving like the shuffle behind you would think and the knife and the tape you just would think that there would be some piece of dna and so when there wasn't and then there's also now no leads like based on any type of interaction that she's had like i just can't imagine the frustration and also just being so scared too knowing that that person's still out there yeah and you know her the progress it just it wasn't looking good for her so they're still you know she's still in the icu they're still telling her like (sighs) just be prepared you Mm -hmm. know um then she had the while she's in icu um she was fighting a battle of meningitis um her ear canal had been crushed so she would be deaf in one ear permanently. Um, her op- optic nerve was severed, so that means a lot, the nerve in part of her face was damaged as well. Um, so she could smile a little bit, um, and she can blink, but we knew, or they knew, that there was going to be a lot of paralysis problems. Ugh horrible so she went through a tense three months um the family took turns sitting by her bedside um and just nobody would leave her alone until they knew like she will survive five months after the attack she was released from the hospital still terrified um the attacker is still unknown is he going to return why did he do this who is he um, so Diane moved Brittany and two of her sisters to Texas, um, where they found her, her an intense a rehabilit- rehabilitation program. So now she's in Texas, and um, they go. They don't tell anybody anything really. They do have Facebook, but like you know how you can put like where you live, what you do, yeah, like all that stuff is blank. Like, okay, it's just which. I mean, no judgment, but at that point, like, I don't know, I'd be kind of scared to have Facebook at all, like... Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't want any location to be, like, traced. They may have their reasons, and maybe she didn't want to feel like whoever did this has that much control over her life. That's true. Because it sucks. Yeah. And that, you know, they get that much power over you. Yeah, that is true. Uh, she didn't realize why she couldn't walk. She didn't know why she couldn't eat, why she had to learn all these things all over again. So they had to explain to her, like, you know, what was happening. Uh, Dr. Lori Wright, she was a neuropsychologist, um, and she worked with her. And you can see a lot of this, too, on Dateline, um, Secrets Uncovered. Um, Brittany would often get confused and cry, um, but she did go through a lot of intense behavioral therapy. Um, the process was definitely repetition and it was hard, but after a while she did start to regain a lot of her abilities. Uh, Britain herself was left permanently, like I said, deaf in one ear, 
blind in one eye, but she credits her mother's determination for helping her regain her new life. Uh, her mom was with her with every medical appointment, every surgery. She said, it's like someone I look up to so very much, and she's now like my best friend. But the attack also caused a significant damage to Brittany's memory. Um, like you said, or I you know, told you, like she doesn't remember her high school or um, any of her middle school and of course, again, including who did this, they did go through yearbooks mm-hmm. and um, Facebook and just looking at pictures of everything. There was one picture and she had the um, over a guy's face because she said this guy, kid, he's <laughs> school. Um, it had the, what is it, like the, is it a pentagon? Like where you do the star with the circle around it. Okay. Like, in a bad way, or... It was just covering his face, the yearbook picture. Okay. And I guess it was just someone that she got a bad vibe from, maybe in high school, just didn't mesh well with. Yeah. Um, for some reason, she said his face kept coming oh. to her memory. Um, they did check it out, and it led nowhere. I mean, he had nothing stronger than, like, a DUI or something, or just something minor, and, like, he yeah. Was, clean okay um so he was probably just like a goof ass in high school or something that didn't you know mesh well with her yeah just didn't care for um they did say that they went through 30 different people that they were bringing up pictures and license plates and you know 30 different DNAs, and wow. they all turned out to be oh, not nowhere. Oh, yeah. my gosh. So that's got to be really frustrating. Um, yeah, to go through that many and have no outcome. There was a detective, uh, Gonerman, he, or she, I'm sorry, she took over the case, um, and she went looking into 75 different men provided by the family for potential suspects, encouraging Brittany to... Um, even go under uh, hypnosis hypnosis yes hypnosis um, in 2014 to try to recover the memory Um, and I don't think she went for it at first but then she was like okay let's let's just do it because so this was what sucks is you can have a statue of limitation on attempt of murder so, like, if they don't find it in so long, your attempt, you know, it will... Oh, it will, like, expire, it, yes. like... And I guess the first time that happened, um, I heard, was for our homie, D.B. Cooper. So... Every... We, I'm sorry. We just... We go back to D.B. Coops a lot. You remember the part where there was the DNA on his tie? Yes. So, they had to put it under John Doe um, to get it so... It wouldn't expire because if they don't, it expires over so long. So they wouldn't be able to get DB under, what was it, like, attempt of... Uh, like stealing a plane, hijacking, hijacking a plane, yeah. whatever. So that's why they have to do that. Okay. Now, this is the stupid part. Had she died, there would be no statute of limitation. You, could get, you can get get murder charges at any time. I mean, how many cases have we already do- done where 
10 years, 20 years later, the guy's finally arrested. That's true. But an attempt of murder, you, which is stupid. That's like, so stupid because the person's still alive and terrified out of their minds and is still... So it's like, well, you should have killed them, but you yeah. didn't. So, wow, yeah. that's insane. So in order to not have that... So they're on a time crunch mm-hmm. for this DNA because they have that little piece. Yeah. Oh, and on top of this... Um, so her, she had jeans, there was, um, like a bunch of other evidence in a box. Yeah. And when the time was going to be almost up, I don't know exactly how they explained it. Um, but all that got destroyed. They, instead of hit save, someone hit terminate and all the evidence that was in there was terminated. You're joking. No. How does that happen? So you can imagine the detective who's been on this case. And would not rest, would not sleep, would not every day in the communication with Brittany's family. Your case is right here. It's never left my desk. I look at it every day. I'm still going at it. Years, years of this. And then she comes to find out when they, after they do the, um, the John Doe or the Jen to save it. Yeah. So it didn't expire. The, wow. Whatever I just said. The um, Statue of Limitations. Yes. Um, she went to go get the evidence box, and it was accidentally burned, destroyed, whatever they do with it. However, that one little drop of blood... That they got from the window? ...was in a freezer in a separate spot. Oh, my God, their and last that, remaining piece of that's hope. That's the only thing they have out of the whole crime scene. I can't even imagine the amount of devastation that flowed through not only the families but like you said the detectives like just they've been putting so much into this case and then for all of at this point everything years you know yeah for it to all be gone dang and they just got that one tiny little drop of blood to go off of so she does the hypnosis and she this is where it starts to get a little confusing, though, because she says the person is tall and muscle and brown hair and, you know, the spike, a lot of and this is brown eyes. So a lot of it was kind of similar. Um, and then, and it did match a lot of what her mom said, the spiky hair, the brown. And then when she is under the hypnosis, um, she says, did I meet him at my work? Maybe I met him at work. Like, she did, still doesn't say a name. Mm-hmm. Um, but something was triggered in there. You know, and you can hear in the video, again, it's on Dateline if you ever want to go back and watch this. Um, and she's talking, and she's like, you know, she's kind of twitching. And, you know, he's, like, he's hurting me. He's hurting me, oh. you know. But she was very aloof about it, very calm about it. Okay. Um, obviously, she, can't, she probably can't feel it. Right. you know, just a memory. Um, but that's when she's like... Did I meet him at my work? Mm. So that kind of, but then again, with no name and no right. actual. And she worked at a sunglass hut like that. You have to see so many different customers yes. per day. That it, how do you narrow that down? Yeah. Um, so at this point, they still really don't have a suspect at all, and the frustration is just. Uh, getting bigger and bigger with every phone call that this family gets of just let down it's just 
you get more and more deflated, you know. Right. Um, and it's also like for them too, like how much more energy are they supposed to keep putting into this? Because it's probably just like so depleting. Yeah, but this detective, she was a shark, man. She was not going to give up. She made a promise, and she was going to keep that promise. Now, there is a program, um, and it's not used very, at least at this time, it wasn't used very often, um, and it was actually kind of cool. So they take the DNA, and they put it into this computer program, and it builds a look of someone's face due to the DNA on the, of the evidence. Whoa. So the blood splatter that went in there. Um, it could tell that he, whatever his ethnicity was, mm-hmm. it pulled up someone that was light tan, spiky hair. Um, the problem was that threw them off. Um, the girl kept saying brown eyes, but it ended up being like a hazel green eyes. Okay. Kind of. You can definitely confuse that, especially if you're not, she was getting attacked, you know, how specific can you really tell? Yes, and that the person was tall. Now, so it brings up a picture of this guy, and they're like, okay, again, no name, though, it's just uh, a look. Who could it be, you know? Well, then one day she was sitting at home, and she called her sister, and she's like, hey, she's like... Does Justin Hansen mean anything to you? I'm sorry, who said this? Um, Brittany. Okay. She's like, I keep getting the name Justin. Justin Hansen? Justin? Well, then, after talking to her sisters, they realized Justin Hansen worked at a Hollister in the mall. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And, uh, he would come down and talk to her, you know, a couple times a week, just stand at her kiosk and you know talk to her for about an hour or so and then you know go back to work or you know whatever um they never dated there was never anything more than just kind of like casual chatting or whatever but for some reason so her sister's like you need to call the detective so they call the detective and she's like all right i'll check it out but she was not in a hurry because everything else has just been like dead end Right. So she types it in, you know, and the guy's face comes up, and she's like, no flipping way, you know. And she's looking at the face of the the DNA of the computer versus that. She's like, okay, so let's go see Justin Hansen. So they go and talk to him, and he just... Sorry, this may offend people, but to me, he just seemed like a, a washed-up Backstreet Boy type guy. <laughs> Last thing I was expecting you to say. <laughs> Sorry, but that's kind of, you know, just like the pretty boy-ish yeah. type. Um, and he, again, he tried to play very casual. He's outside in his bathroom, I don't know what the hell he was doing. Um, but they go up and talk to him, and they invite him in, and he's married he's got four kids and he's holding one of the kids and they're just you know asking him questions he's like oh yeah yeah you know i heard about that that's terrible and they ask him you know do you know Brittany?" and they're like oh he's like never not really no like i mean i i've seen her around like at the mall you know yeah they're like oh well she says you guys used to talk like you know 
twice a week you'd come and see her. No, not it wasn't like that, you know. So kind of then they asked they're like, Well, as they're putting their gloves on, you know, like let's get a DNA test. Let's just let's just clear your name. Yeah. You know, let's just let's just get it done and move out. You're not a suspect, but let's just make sure that you know you're not even on the list. Right. You know? Yeah. Framing it that way. He says, um, I will, if you give me your card, I'll give you a call and we'll set something up. I want to talk to my mom about this before I do anything. Your mom? What? Your, your wife is right there. That yeah. You're a dad and you got to talk to your mom. So I don't know if mom's a lawyer or not. Okay. Um, but his excuse was that he watches a lot of crime shows with his wife and that he was worried that they would pin something else on him because they would have his DNA. Okay. Ten years later, he's going to yeah. be, which is bullshit. Right. You know, this is, he's just clearly, yeah, he's clearly just using that. And clearly his mom knows, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, mom wasn't there for that part, but, I mean, I'm sure he's going to call his Yeah, the fact that he's like, I got to talk to my mom about this. Yeah. So, the name of that program is uh, Parabon Nano Labs, if I'm saying that right. Um, that's the fancy DNA machine. It's so fascinating, Mary. That's so crazy that it can I take... Want to do me. I know, I want to be like... I want them to take my blood and see how similar my picture is I know. to... Is it a good picture or is it a bad... Like, right, I, I need yeah. To know. Is it going to be my new Facebook profile picture or... <laughs> um... So, um, she had the police officers actually follow Hanson to McDonald's. Oh, he moved. I'm sorry. Let's go back. He moved after that little visit oh. sometime later. Um, yeah, apparently he quit his job and moved. Um, Red flags, people. <laughs> they're going up. Red flags. So, she had a police officer um, do the the sneaky sneak and they followed him to mcdonald's and he ate his meal and he tossed his coffee cup or pop cup whatever it was into a garbage can and the police officer and because the garbage can was so filled to the top he just kind of set it on top yeah they walked behind him and scooped it up and brought it back to the office they did a test and ding 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 Winner, winner, chicken dinner. They got a match? They got a match. Dang. So the lady that did it, she's like, I had to do this twice because I couldn't, after all these years, she's like, I could not believe that it was, and it was like a 98% match. Like, it was. It was, like, pretty, like, it was, like, yes, this is him. Yeah. Um, Hanson still insists that he did not attack Brittany, but... He did agree to contest and do um, attempt of murder in the first degree as a plea deal. Um, he claims that he didn't want, you know, 50, 60 years versus if he just took 18, his youngest daughter would be like, he said if he, he would take in his mind, if he, he would do 18, all good behavior, he'd be off in nine, and then his oldest daughter would only be like, 14, 15, something like that. Okay, she got I see. So, um, but he was very, you know, I do not want this to go to trial. 
Um, so, yeah, he ended up getting sentenced to the full 18 years. Um, Brittany believes that he was attacked because there was some jealousy. He was a pretty boy. Mm-hmm. He worked at Hollister. He dressed nice. His hair was did. You know what I mean? So she feels that he was probably someone who never got rejected, and she rejected him. That's and wild. And she just has the feeling like, if I can't have you, then nobody will then. Yeah. She had a boyfriend at the time and wow. was not interested in Hanson. Um, by the time that Brittany was... Um, I'm sorry, by the time he was sentenced, Brittany had already endured 22 painful surgeries. Um, She planned to go back for one more because she wanted her smile to be her original smile. Um, So she said, yep, she was going to go for it, and she was going to get her done. Um, He basically just said at his sentencing... It was very short and brief. Like, I just want to say I'm sorry to Brittany and her family for all the pain and, you know, stuff that she went through. But he never admitted that he did it. He still says that he's innocent, that he's going to appeal and fight it. And um, But he wanted to be very clear that, again, I'm only doing this so I can be out at an earlier time. Right. And it's like... He's clearly just doing that for the sake of his kids, I'm sure, his, like, wife and kids, like, so that they don't think that he actually did this. But it's like, dude, 98% of a match is huge. And your picture looks pretty much the same as the DNA picture. And she went into freaking hypnosis and, like, remembered his specific name, but didn't remember, like, any of high school, but she remembered his name. Like, that just says... And it wasn't even the hypnosis. I mean, she remembered, like, parts of what he looked like. I yeah. I don't know what triggered the name. It could have been part of it. It wasn't at that moment. Okay. It was, like, a little bit after. But eventually, something triggered yeah. his name. Yeah. And that says a lot. Like, there's... There's no way he did not do this. Okay. Are you, are you ready to get a little bit more mad about stuff? Oh, gosh. Because it's not over yet. Lay it on me. Okay. So, once they found out that the DNA was a match and all that stuff, and so before he was, was sentenced, he was supposed to be on home arrest until, you know, until you're sentenced or whatever. Mm-hmm. They allowed him to go on dates with people. They allowed him... <laughs> Yeah, he was on a date with a home, which is, like, if you're on home arrest, shouldn't you have to be at home? Also, no shade, but who is this girl that's going on a date with him? I have no idea. When he's on arrest, when he's on house arrest and for trying to murder another girl. You know what this reminded me of a little bit? Hmm. The whole, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. Dahlia? They got uh they got their strong personalities and you know, like, I mean he didn't hire anyone to do it but Yeah. He attempted it, you know, and then he's on home arrest and he's like, Well, you know, it wasn't it just a lot some of the similarities of just yeah. Dahlia kinda of popped into my mind. So irritating. I'll go back to season one. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so 
if that wasn't enough, then, you know, he finally got it. Then he went to appeal that he wanted um, time shaved off for his home arrest from his sentence. No, sir. No, 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 no. And the courts did it. They knocked off. Why? More than a year they shaved off his sentence. Wow. Um, Brittany and her family is outraged about that. Um, the state tried to fight the appeal but was denied by New Mexico Supreme Court. Um, and they were very angry, like, how the hell is he allowed to go out on dates when he's supposed to be on house arrest? And he wasn't even serving time, and they knocked off a year because of he was doing whatever the stupid shit he was doing at home. Which clearly, it wasn't even like he was in prison when he was on house arrest because he was going on dates. Yeah. That means they probably let him go to, like, stores and stuff, too, like... If they let him go on dates, it's Who knows what he was doing. that's ridiculous. She quotes, "He almost killed me." She says she still lives in fear after being beaten nearly to death with a shovel at her West Side home back in two thousand eight. He broke my security and he broke my trust. I mean, yeah. But also, before we log off, this just in: breaking news. <gasps> so. Prosecutors revealed that Justin Hansen is under investigation for allegedly molesting a young relative. Doesn't say who or what. Um, so, on top of the conviction for Brittany Marcel in 2008, his 18-year prison sentence, um, last month he filed a motion asking for a lighter sentence that he wanted credit for his time on his GPS monitor, which he got stupid. Um, but... His family says that him, he says being locked up is hard on his family. But then when you, his family said, um, yeah, no, him and his children and his mother are doing better now that he's away. Dang. So they feel safer now that he's not in there. So I don't know if that was one of his kids that he did that oh, to. Oh, that's sad. I don't know. It's not saying. Right. Um, that was on the KRQE News uh, 13. It's on their website. And they're not sure who or uh, what or how old he, the molestation, who the victim is. Mm -hmm. um, but they did confirm that it is a relative, but not have said when the alleged abuse took place yet. Wow. So then why they should not shave any time off? I mean, obviously this is a separate case, so then he could be tried and, like, have prison time for that added on top of his 18 years but like if his family is flat out saying they're better off and feel safer without him like clearly he's not a good person in society you know i mean i'm not gonna invite him over for <laughs> right wine talk but. yeah <laughs> he could stay over at his house <laughs> but that's the story of the amazing survivor of Brittany Marcel. I mean, she went back to college. She actually got a degree. She oh. was going for, she wanted to be a journalist in the very beginning before all this happened. I don't know if that's still um, her goal. Um, if you see her on the TV, she can talk very well now. Um, but, yep, she's in Texas just still trying to 
get her life and, you know, all that stuff together and just uh, try to put Justin Hansen in the past. He probably never will be. It's probably a face she'll never forget. Yeah. Um, he's going to probably haunt her dreams for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still don't know the motive. or And he still denies being there, which I don't know how you can argue with your blood being there. Right. But... Um, Thank God for that little last tiny piece of vial of blood. I know. If they didn't have that, he would still just be free roaming around. And they would be still desperately searching for any answers. Props to her because to go through all that and then have to basically relearn how to live life on a daily basis. I mean, on the freaking spoon. Yeah. On top of the stress of not knowing who did this to you and that they're still out there. Like, that takes real courage so props to her definitely um she sounds like she has an, an amazing support system she has five sisters sorry they say six sisters and a brother or no five sisters and there's six all together so five sisters and then a brother and you know an adoring mom so she's definitely i think she still lives with her mom so, but she's got the support system and She's uh she's gonna do good things. She'll do great things. Yeah, definitely. Especially with that kind of motivation to not let this coward steal your life. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not make her life feel like miserable for the rest of it. You know. Oh, well. Yeah, I see what you're saying now. With you know, sprinkled of positivity at the end because he was caught and she lived and she's bettering her life now but still definitely a sad unnecessary i mean all of these stories that we tell are unnecessary but it's just like what i'm so curious what the motive was like for him to just talk to her twice a week in the mall like what set him off that badly that he felt like he needed to murder her with a shovel i'm guessing it has to be like a narcissistic um, psychopath yeah like or sociopath because that's the only thing you know she's like the only thing I can think of is that I didn't go on a date with him I had a boyfriend at the time like I wasn't interested in him and maybe nobody tells him no and you know the one he couldn't have wow that is just wild but I'm so glad that um, her mom came home when she did absolutely because definitely would have had a very different ending to this story absolutely so cheers to you Brittany marcel and to making a terrible terrible story and turning it into an amazing journey yeah definitely definitely takes a special kind of person and courage to go through all that and come out on a positive note the daughter's name from Shit's Creek that we like? Um, Alexis. Alexis, that she would say, I like that journey for you. Yes. <laughs> yes. To being better. Mm-hmm. 100%. Definitely. All right. Well, thank you again for sticking in. And, uh, again, don't forget to like, comment, follow, join, send us Quotes, poems, stories, thoughts, comments, horror, wine, and crime 
at gmail.com or message us on uh, the socials, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah. Send us, send us whatever. Well, <laughs> maybe not whatever, you know, within reason. <laughs> Here come the picks for KK. <laughs> That's all right, guys. You, you know what blow means. Just stick with blow's <laughs> list. <laughs> and uh, we'll be back again next week with a, another story. Yes. So we will talk to you guys then. And if you see Dax, tell him to call me. Yeah. Tell him to hurry up. <laughs> We've been waiting. And <laughs> so, then, no, we got to go. Stay creepy. Bye. Bye. Bye.